Humboldt. Last week. Hi there. Welcome to Humboldt Last Week. I'm Miles Cochran. This is a way to hear highlights from Humboldt's last week of news while you do things on your commute, recovering from hops in Humboldt, working on your way to the county fair in Ferndale, anytime. Please keep sharing this with your friends. You can listen, connect, and even check out new music playlists at HumboldtLastWeek.com. And please don't forget to like Humboldt Last Week on Facebook for new episode notifications and localized content. Well, partnership this week comes from Health Sport, which just celebrated 25 years of serving the fitness needs of Humboldt County with events across all five clubs. I feel like I'm still winded from the fitness challenge we did. Competition was fierce out there. You can tell people that do the classes like HSP Fit had the upper hand, uh, unlike people like me who go at their own pace. But that's uh, Health Sport thanking Humboldt for 25 years. And thank you, Health Sport, for getting me in shape. Also, Bongo Boy Studio, Humboldt's one-stop solution for recording and disc duplication for 15 years. They offer musicians professional level engineering and production, as well as high quality short runs of CDs and DVDs. All of this at surprisingly affordable prices. Visit them at bongoboystudio.com. Well, for a lot of people, it doesn't matter if they're football fans or not. They love to see Ray Maluga do well. The Miami Dolphins signed Humboldt's own Ray Maluga, the veteran NFL linebacker who is a standout for the Eureka Loggers. Looks like he got a one-year deal worth almost a million bucks. How about that? Dolphins announced this after one of their new linebackers suffered a season-ending injury. So Ray is 30 now. He played for the Cincinnati Bengals for eight seasons after they drafted him in the second round back in 2009. Before that, he played for USC. And according to Sporting News, he'd still be with Cincinnati had it not been for the salary cap hit. And his former coach, Marvin Lewis, had a lot of good things to say. He said he was a tough and productive player and a fine teammate. So I spoke with Ray last winter. We talked about how he likes to spend a little time in Humboldt with his family in the offseason, how they like to go chill at Sequoia Park with his five-year-old daughter. He also talked about how one day locally he wants to motivate young players here in person. I hope that happens. Ray also told me about how Cincinnati was a little cold for his family to visit in the winter, so I have a feeling they'll be visiting Miami a bit more. Hope he gets in shape fast and does great things for the Dolphins. Maybe you were following this one a little bit. The state is still looking into potential past corruption within the sheriff's office. That's after Loco found out some sheriff's office employees were illegally purchasing estate sale items. For instance, cars and trucks, electronics, things left behind by dead people with no heirs or relatives. Things that the general public probably should have the chance to buy, but didn't in some of these cases, maybe. Uh, They're also looking into whether or not some of these sales were sweetheart deals, really good deals. Anyway, judging by the receipts, the record keeping on this stuff in the past was a little sloppy. And apparently those that handle this stuff were supposed to be certified and weren't. But Sheriff Hansel did tell Loco that the office that handles this stuff will be trained and certified from here on out. And he's been pretty transparent about all this stuff since it came to light. Did you hear about this? Another inmate was assaulting a deputy at the jail in Eureka. A lot of this happening lately. The assault on the deputy came after the guy assaulted a nurse. According to the sheriff's office, dude was in a maximum security cell getting violent with this nurse. Female deputy separated him, and then when she was calling for backup, she got hit in the face and bear-hugged, so she couldn't do anything. But she got away, pushed him to the ground, and uh, he gets up and attacks another nurse. So that's when he was tased. They called for backup, and he was cuffed. Craziness. So good work, staff. And, uh, well, I hope that asshole that was assaulting women gets a lot of extra time for that. 
Well, it's Daddy and Me prison time. A father and son were sentenced for that marijuana-related murder near Hoopa. The father got 20 years. The son got 15. This all over a pound of weed, possibly being four ounces light. Looks like three people were shot in this ordeal. One died. The mother of one of the victims, this fellow that barely survived, spoke with Kim Kemp saying she wishes the sentencing was longer, but they're okay with it. That it was nice to see some kind of justice. And this has destroyed all of the families involved. Well, part of it's an eyesore no more. You hear about that fire at the crappy old Blue Heron residences along the Broadway part of 101 in Eureka. Don't pretend like you didn't hope that thing wouldn't safely burn the fuck down. Uh, to call that thing an eyesore would kind of be a compliment, right? It's like, Humboldt Bay Fire, do you have to respond so fast? <laughs> I kid. Anyway, uh, fire at the Blue Heron, main wing, two-story lobby-looking one. Um, these folks that have been called slumlords, Floyd and Betty Squires, own that place. They closed the motel a couple years ago, and uh, here's a line from the Time Standard article. The once baby blue paint of the building was charred black by the blaze. The grounds of the building were littered with trash, debris, cigarette butts, and hypodermic needles. Cops arrested a 30-year-old woman for arson. According to EPD, it appears she set the fire after a disagreement with the property owner. Well, that HSU video cracked me up. They're like, behold, the majestic eclipse. At first it was gray, and then it was more gray, followed by slightly less gray. <laughs> yeah. In Eureka, that was pretty much my experience, too. How about you? Well, did you get a chance to listen last week after Jerry Brown announced he'd commute the sentence of a woman convicted in the murder of a Eureka man back in 2001? Turns out Jerry Brown made that call based on input from former Humboldt DA Paul Gallegos. Paul was DA here for about a dozen years until 2015. Florence Anderson had been serving 25 to life for helping her then-pimp murder and rob a man who had paid to have sex with her. Gallego sent me a letter about this. He cited statistics on domestic violence, and he said he reviewed the evidence again and again and again and reflected on what was the right decision over many, many months. He believes there was persuasive evidence that Anderson's role in this murder could, at the very least, be partially attributed to the physical and emotional abuse inflicted upon her by her boyfriend, the pimp who stabbed Bruce James to death at the Broadway Motel over 16 years ago. Gallegos believes if Anderson had not been abused and fearful of her pimp, she would not have participated in the murder. You can read the full letter at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Just click on August and scroll down. Ugh, oh, this Winco fiasco. Did you see Kim Kemp was crying in despair while writing this story? Just another super disappointing incident involving a Humboldt County parent. Seriously, just heartbreaking. Uh, did you see this on Redheaded Black Belt? When it was dark out, two little kids, unsupervised, had to resort to wandering to Winco together. A six-year-old girl with no shoes and a three-year-old boy who employees said was naked under a blanket, and inside that blanket, there's a hypodermic needle, they said. It took this mom an hour and a half to show up looking for these kids. The Eureka Police Department told Kim Kemp the mom was arrested for child endangerment. Now, in the comments section, it did appear someone claiming to be related to the kids said the babysitter fell asleep. And, of course, if that's true, um, accidents can happen, but... Of course, we also have to weigh that with the responsibility we have to be very careful about who we let watch our kids. Anyway, these uh, children were really lucky they were not hit by a car or taken by some weirdos. I hope those involved in this get the help they need to make sure this never happens again. 
KIEM News Channel 3, NBC affiliate, has a new owner. According to the Times Standard, looks like a company out of L.A. bottom. They pointed to a statement from a media brokerage firm announcing the change. Redwood Television Partners are the new owners. They also own the local CBS affiliate. And I'll let you know if I can find updates about who the new owners are and what their plans are. Also, this is cool. It looks like an HSU football player is likely going to make it in the NFL. Lots of scouts have their eye on offensive lineman Alex Kappa, big fellow with long blonde hair, six foot seven, three hundred and five pounds, offensive lineman of the year in his conference for the last three years. Taylor Boggs comes to mind as another HSU player who's made it into the NFL recently as a free agent. But um, it looks like Kappa is on pace to be the first HSU player drafted into the league since 1991. According to the Times Standard, he's been called the best offensive lineman HSU head coach Rob Smith has ever coached. A local lawyer brought a loaded gun in his briefcase into the courthouse in Eureka. He's like, suit and tie, check. Leathery briefcase, check. Paperwork, check. Loaded gun, check. Colonial wig, check. Yeah, this is an 18th century lawyer. (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, After security found this pistol, he said it was an accident, and the sheriff's office said he was cooperative and apologetic. We'll see if the DA files charges against the guy. I'll let you know if there's an update. Well, Arcata Police Chief Tom Chapman has denounced the alt-right and other racist groups. I'll read part of this quote. It's difficult for me to fathom to truly understand how some people can harbor such vile hatred. Uh, How can they be devoid of compassion, empathy, and understanding? We've seen an increase in public acts of racism and hate. It's naive to say that we as a community did not have racism before, but it seems that through national events, people feel empowered to voice words of hate more publicly. The Arcata Police Chief wants the community to join together to denounce the alt-right movement. He said that he'll be starting a new program so officers can communicate with the community about this stuff. And he's going to have his officers take a fair and impartial police training. Not in our town, he says. Fortuna's city manager Mark Wheatley pleaded not guilty to DUI, his second DUI arrest since the beginning of 2016. In the top response to the Time Standard Post, Nicole wrote, Be an adult and face the truth of what you did. Drinking and driving is stupid, irresponsible, and you could have killed someone. Shame, shame, shame on you for trying to deny it. And I tried to find a comment defending his choice to plead not guilty and couldn't. There is now a campaign against illegal indoor cannabis grows. I saw on the Times Standard the Deputy Sheriff's Organization is doing this. They're talking about excessive energy taxes countywide, which the paper pointed out Arcata said that reduced energy use for them. And they're talking about making sure that they have enough deputies working against illegal indoor cannabis grows. So they say that they don't care about small grows, just the big ones. And if you want to know more details on that, that's humboldtsheriffs.com. So a novelist from a secluded part of Southern Humboldt has a new horror book called Kind Nepenthe. The story is set in the drug culture of Northern California, and he told the Times Standard it's about lost ideals and bad choices. A review from Best Thrillers partially wrote, Stephen King fans may have finally found a new favorite author in this haunting novel. And looking at the amazing reviews, it looks like the book has elements of ghosts and personal demons. The author is Matthew V. Brockmeyer. He's been published in print. The new book, again, Kind Nepenthe, is available online, but also locally in Garberville at King Range and SHC at Eureka Books and in Arcata at Northtown Books. 
Well, many months ago, I was talking about how a super rainy winter after a drought could mean a busy mosquito season here, which could lead to the potential for West Nile virus. And the county back then told me mosquitoes are most active at sunrise and sundown, use EPA-registered repellents, reduce the amount of standing water around your home. And hey, it looks like we've got the first human West Nile virus infection in Humboldt now in four years. Uh, They found this during a routine blood donation. County Health also said the likelihood of contracting West Nile virus in Humboldt is low, but it's definitely possible to pick it up elsewhere and bring it home. A 75-year-old man allegedly shot and killed a man at his house in Eureka. The victim was shot multiple times, and EPD says the elderly suspect was the one who called this in. He was cooperative and was arrested on scene. Well, it's really ramped up lately. Musicians, actors, famous people, whatever, using their platform to either back up the current president of the United States or to slam him. Some might say with the commander in tweets approval ratings and, you know, the political leanings of famous creative people, more of this on one side is kind of expected. Others would say any criticism of Trump is fake news. And of course, famous people using their platforms to make political statements is nothing new, and we'll get into that in a bit, but last week, a musician who used to live in Humboldt, he was born and raised here, was on the slamming side. And before you say, hey, Humboldt last week, why the fuck are you doing this story? Why are you getting political? Well... I'm not getting political. Uh, This is something that literally happened last week. If a former local with a huge following made national news while patting Trump on the back, hey, I promise you I'd cover that too. This is a news podcast. So whether you hate what this musician did or said, or if you love it, I'm happy I can share the information with you. And on this podcast, I'm not going to get into how I feel about it. That's up to you. So who's this former local musician that slammed Trump? Well, for those of you that know all about who Mike Patton is and his history with Humboldt, forgive me. Uh, I'll try and get everyone else up to speed fast. Mike Patton was born and raised in Eureka. He's in his 40s now, but when he was coming up, he was in this local band, Mr. Bungle. Now, to avoid all the genre doublespeak music critics can do, let's just say Mr. Bungle was weird rock music. By the way, shout out to all the folks that played in Mr. Bungle and played shows with him. So the story goes, in 86, Mr. Bungle played a show with Faith No More at a pizza place in Eureka. They met all those guys and eventually got him a demo tape. Well, a few years go by and Mike Patton is going to school at HSU and Faith No More is pretty much like, come sing for us. So he dropped out and he did. Clearly, just by those clips, you can hear what Faith No More did in Mike Patton, an insanely wide vocal range. Now, Mike and Faith No More are still doing their thing. They've toured the world countless times. They've been nominated for Grammys. They did the major label thing for a while. Mike has his own label now, Ipecac, and about a zillion side projects, including what Rolling Stone has called a supergroup, Dead Cross. That's Mike Patton with one of the guys who got famous with the metal band Slayer. 
Here's a little sample of Dead Cross. So I come across this article last week in Rolling Stone, and I find out Jello Biafra, former frontman of the very well-known punk band Dead Kennedys, joined Dead Cross on stage for a version of the Dead Kennedys song, Nazi Punks Fuck Off, but they changed it to Nazi Trump's Fuck Off. In the cover image for this YouTube video, all the guys are wearing Nazi Trump's fuck off shirts together with a no sign over an image of the president. And as Rolling Stone points out here, quote, the performance came less than two weeks after alt-right protesters and neo-Nazis clashed with counter-protesters in Charlottesville, Virginia, over the removal of a Robert E. Lee statue. It's clear the decision former Eurekan Mike Patton and all these guys made to do this was related to Donald Trump's contested response to what happened in Charlottesville. I'll read more from this Rolling Stone article. Anti-fascist punk slogans from the 80s like Nazi punks fuck off and no war, no KKK, no fascist USA started trickling into the mainstream since the election of Donald Trump. Well, that's that. So how did readers and fans respond? I'm going to find some of the top Facebook responses out there from people that were either for what Mike Patton and Dead Cross did, and then from those that were against it. Looking for stuff that's just super highly upvoted here. Mark wrote, Trump cultist explaining why Trump is not a Nazi in three, two, one. CA wrote, bunch of fools, President Trump's son-in-law is Jewish, duh, 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 wake up and stop drinking Kool-Aid. Rich wrote, I can't believe that people are shocked that a hardcore band is political and is anti-conservative. Here's one from Michael. It says, the very one-sided politicization of Mike Patton and his band is just sad. I'm not even a Trump supporter necessarily. I just don't believe all the people on that stage truly passionately believe in or understand what they're promoting here. What if one of them said, you know, I don't hate Trump that much, or this man's a bit of an ass, but I'm not sure Nazi is the correct word. Would they have been kicked out of Dead Cross? And Dane wrote, good they did this. Trump supporters think being a hateful racist is cool. So do their apologists on the internet. And Cody wrote, going through the comments reminds me of why people think metalheads are immature elitists. Relax, guys. It's just music. Well, there are musicians on both sides of the Trump spectrum. There are those that have publicly been critical of the guy. Madonna, R.E.M., the Rage Against Machine guys, Chuck D., Henry Rollins, Katy Perry, even Humboldt's own Sarah Bareilles. And then there are musicians that have supported Trump. Kid Rock, Ted Nugent, Brad Paisley, Gene Simmons of Kiss, and hey, relevant to this story, and he's a punk rocker, Johnny Rotten of the Sex Pistols, who's now a U.S. citizen, he's defended Trump and said he's not a racist. So another thing that could be said about this is, you know, discussion of the role of a musician in society today. Some would say, hey, just play your songs. Others would argue anyone with an audience has a right to voice what they want, political or not. Bottom line is, a Humboldt-raised person has just joined Green Day and many others making headlines about their affliction to the current presidential administration. And like I said... When a Humboldt local or someone formerly from Humboldt makes headlines in a pro-Trump capacity, I promise I'll cover that too. If you see anything like that, send it on over to me.
Well, I really appreciate you listening this week. Very interesting episode to me with perspective from many angles. So um, let me know what you thought. And I really cannot wait to talk to you again next week. Thank you so much. Also, real quick, I want to thank the partners on this episode, Health Sport and Bongo Boy Studio. Have a good one. Bye. Humble. Last. Week.